Hey guys, welcome to a special edition of the Gotta Look Up podcast. Um, sorry for my voice, I'm a little under the weather today, but today is December 7th, and as we all know, it's Pearl Harbor Day. So Pearl Harbor attack happened 82 years ago today. Um, two years ago, I actually decided to go for the 80th anniversary of the attack and had a very memorable experience I want to talk to you about. And it included a gentleman named Sergeant Dexter Wilson Fincher. Who was he? He's a man I never met, man I never even heard of until December 7th of 2021. This is when I was in Hawaii for the 80th anniversary of the Pearl Harbor attack. I've always had an interest and affinity for history, particularly World War II history. I study it because I want to understand the conditions and mentality that leads to tyranny so we can work to see the patterns well in advance and prevent similar tragedies from taking shape. Anyway, enough about this interest in World War II. It's important to touch on that interest to explain how and why I encountered Sergeant Dexter Wilson Fincher. For many years now, I've wanted to go to Pearl Harbor on a noted anniversary of the attack. I've been to Pearl Harbor several times, but I haven't been there on December 7th. So I went two years ago, hopefully to meet some of the heroes who fought back that day and survived. So I cashed in some air miles, took a vacation day and went. Um, like most dreams or plans that we have, I should have done this trip much, much earlier. So if you're thinking about doing something similar, don't wait, go make it happen. I was fortunate enough to meet a couple of veterans that day, including a hundred year old Mr. Higgins, who was stationed on Ford Island. It was a radio man um, who was there during the attack. Um, as always, when I see a World War II vet, I thank Mr. Higgins and his buddies for their service and for giving me the opportunity to live and raise my family in relative freedom and prosperity. I also met a guy who had a grandfather and a great uncle who served on the USS Arizona. They were twin brothers. His grandfather survived, but his uncle was lost in the attack. Imagine living with that the rest of your life, having your twin brother die, but you don't. Think of the guilt that goes with that, the survivor guilt. I also ended up pointing out various details of the battle to this couple. And there's a map there at Pearl Harbor overlooking the harbor. It tells where all the ships were. And I ended up having a small audience listening in to my discussion with them about where certain ships were, why the Japanese failed to attack the oil depots, which would have really rendered the fleet useless for quite a while, but failed to do that, which allowed us to get back in the battle. So I fielded a bunch of questions, including from a handful of park rangers who didn't know some of the stuff I was talking about. I was fortunate enough to get a ticket to go to the Memorial, Arizona Memorial as part of this. And the tour groups were only allowed um, 10 minutes on the Memorial. So it was a pretty quick trip out and they were circling you through pretty quickly. The crowd slowly flowed to the back of the Memorial and the list of names that perished 80 years ago are there on the marble wall. A lot of them, um, of those who survived that day, lived fruitful lives, chose to be buried at sea with their shipmates. So they actually add those names to the memorial. Um, once they're die, they die, they go back and are buried on the ship. As I made my way back toward the dock to catch the boat back to the visitor center, I noticed a park ranger standing next to a table with two baskets sitting on top of that table. In one basket were flower petals from Hawaiian Lays. The second basket contained a small piece of paper several small pieces of paper with names of heroes who perished that day. Guests that day were invited to pick a name and a flower petal and toss the flower petal into the water 
above the ship in tribute to the person whose name you picked. This is where the universe introduced me to Sergeant Dexter Wilson Fincher, as his name was the one that I pulled from the basket. I actually pulled two pieces of paper accidentally, but one fell back in. So it was inevitable that I was to choose this name. If you've ever been to the U.S. Arizona Memorial, you might actually see the ship cry or bleed, drops of oil that escape the ship and rise to the surface, even 80 years plus later. I have experienced this before, where you see a small oil slick, maybe between six inches to a foot in diameter, but I've never seen anything like I saw shortly after dropping that flower petal in the water. It started out like the small slicks I've seen before, but this one didn't stop. It kept going. It got larger and larger and created the rainbow colors that you sometimes see when oil and water mix. It was impressive, and I was not the only person who noticed it. What was the message being sent? What was, a, was it a message of thank you from those who we honor in that moment? Was it a message of thanks directed at me specifically for keeping the memories of World War II vets alive in a world that is quickly forgetting how close we came to losing everything? I do not yet have specific answers to these questions, but I do believe that the universe was sending me a message in a way that only the universe could, and in a way that I would understand. Something special happened that day, and I won't forget it. These are the types of things you see when you take the time to look up. These are the messages the universe sends you when you pay attention and keep your mind open. Rest in peace, Sergeant Fincher. And thank you, your shipmates, and all your buddies from the greatest generation for all you did. Thank you especially to all those, like yourself, who paid the ultimate price allowing us to inherit the world we live in today. We owe it to all of them not to screw things up again. The most appropriate quote for today that I can share is from Franklin Delano Roosevelt. December 7th, 1941, a date that will live in infamy. And instead of atomism today, I'm going to quote from another song lyric. If everyone would take this lyric to heart and live by it, we might actually have a chance to save the world. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Again, to all world leaders, war is stupid. Stop the hate, stop the killing. Choose love, choose peace. Gotta look up. Thank you for joining us today on the Gotta Look Up podcast. Your support means everything to us. If our message today resonated with you, please share it with family and friends who would also be interested or might benefit from hearing this message. Also, please take a minute to subscribe to this podcast and our YouTube channel. As always, please drop us a line if you have comments to share or would like to suggest a future topic for discussion. If you're interested in collaborating or partnering with Gotta Look Up, please contact us with your name, your organization, and contact information so we can get in touch. Now, get off your screens, get outside, and make someone smile today. Gotta look up.